The Miami Dolphins extending Tua Tungavailoa, I think, will be a massive mistake. We'll get to that here in a second, but welcome on in. It is Hick at Night with you right here on CBS Sports Radio. Happy Sunday to you. Thank you for winding down your weekend or starting your week with us right here on CBS Sports Radio. All right, to get to what we just talked about before, I think the Miami Dolphins extending Tua Tungavailoa this offseason will be a massive mistake because he is not the quarterback to get the Dolphins over the hump. I think this past season, we saw everything Tua could give. He's a guy now that, when healthy, can play really well against the bad to average okay teams. But when it comes to getting your team over the hump, when it comes to raising your level of play to match a better playoff caliber opponent on the other side, Tua can't do it. I don't see him improving that much from this year to next year. I think we saw in 2023 what Tua is as an NFL quarterback, which is a guy that plays well against bad teams, can't play well against better teams, and thus leaves you wanting more. Leaves you with a Super Bowl caliber roster that's going for right now. Leaves you as a playoff team that maybe could win one playoff game. Maybe. Nothing more than that. If you're the Dolphins, I think you owe it to yourself to do better. I think that means not extending Tua this offseason and instead trying to get someone else in there that can get more out of this offense than Tua could get. Here's an obvious statement, but I think it's worth repeating here just to make sure we're on the same page. In order to win a Super Bowl, right, you need your quarterback to play well. And at least when you look at the stat sheet, Nothing else. If you just look at the stat sheet, you could say, oh, well, Tua checks that box. This is a guy who this year led the league in passing yards. He had 29 touchdown passes, which was top five in the NFL, and also top five in the league when it comes to passer rating and completion percentage. But here's why those stats are deceiving. Why, if you look at the box score, that doesn't tell the whole story. While the overall season stats look like, oh, yeah, well, Tua could be the quarterback to lead you to the Super Bowl. If we dive in and actually look at the seven games Tua played against playoff teams in 2023, those stats tell a very different story. Dolphins this year, including the playoffs, played seven teams that made the made the postseason. They went one in six in those games. A large part of that because Tua played very poorly in those games against elevated competition. I mean, his stats, listen to this. Again, remember the, the impressive, some league-leading stats Tua just had um, overall? Well, when you look at the seven playoff games, or seven playoff teams, I should say, Tua's played this year. He's, in those seven games, thrown eight touchdowns to seven picks, averaged just 227 passing yards per game, Compare that to the 272 average he had for the entire season. So almost a 50-yard drop-off when playing against playoff teams. Had an 80-and-a-half passer rating, 20 points lower than his season average. And the Dolphins' offense as a whole averaged just 16.1 uh, 16 points per game, 13 points lower than what they averaged for the season. 
So Tua can play well against the bad teams and really light up the scoreboard. But when you need him to play well, when you need your quarterback against better competition to step up and play well, Tua has routinely fallen short. Seven games is not, you know, that to me is a big enough sample size. It's not one game. It's not, oh, okay, well, there's some, you know, extenuating circumstances or some factors that contributed to it. There was every reason why Tua should have succeeded. Seven playoff teams faced in 2023, one and six, and Tua's stats drastically dropped when playing better competition. How can you think he's the guy? How can you extend him, give him more money, and believe he is the guy to get you to the Super Bowl? I don't see it. So I don't understand if you're the, the Dolphins why you think that extending Tua is in your best interest this offseason. I mean, the Super Bowl window is like right now. Right? Like it's win or it's really Super Bowl or bust. It was that this year. It is that next year. Because the way the Dolphins are built, they are built to win right now. Tyreek Hill, right, your number one guy, he is in his prime right now. He's not a young, up-and-coming receiver. He's not Jamar Chase, where there's still room to grow and a lot of years left. He is in his prime right now. Raheem Mostert, breaking the franchise record for rushing touchdowns in Dolphins history this past year, will be 32 next year. I mean, basically 100 in running back years. He doesn't have many good seasons left of elite play like he had in 2023. He went out this past offseason went all in on Jalen Ramsey. Like, every move the Dolphins made showed you, hey, we are trying to win now. Not building to win in two or three years. Built to win now. So not only do I think that Tua is not the quarterback that can allow you to win right now, you also, if you're Miami, don't have the time to figure it out. Like, if you want to say, Ryan, 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 hold on, hold on. We saw one year... Let's see what he could do in 2024. Let's see if he can build off of Mike McDaniel's, you know, build off of the momentum from this season and see if he can improve next season. Here's the thing. The Dolphins don't have time to figure that out. Clock is ticking. Again, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Ramsey, Raheem Mostert. Those guys don't have a year to, well, I can't say the phrase that a lot of kids are saying these days now, but I can at least say the, the PG version. You can mess around. And find out. The Dolphins don't have a year to mess around and find out if Tua can be the guy or not. I think you already have to, you already should have made that decision based on what you saw in 2023. And that is Tua, not the guy. Not the guy to get you to a Super Bowl, which means he is not the guy you can give a contract extension to. The guy whose opinion matters the most in this conversation is Dolphins GM Chris Greer. He met the media just a few weeks ago, end of the season post-game, uh, post-game, end of the season press conference, kind of wrap up and put a bow on 2023. That's one of the biggest pressing questions down in Miami. What will the future of Tua be? Do you want him here? Do you want someone else here? Chris Greer was asked, basically, are you going to give Tua an extension this offseason? Well, here's what the Dolphins GM had to say. So the goal is to have him here uh, long-term playing at a high level. So, you know, that's always the goal. And um, we'll continue and we'll communicate with him through the offseason here and, 
and like we've always said in the past you know you guys know me we don't really talk the media <laughs> through all that stuff so we'll just we'll keep all those talks internal goal is to have Tua here for the long haul I think for me that's that's the wrong move especially when you have to factor in the financial aspect you're not giving Tua a contract extension and giving him $20 million a year, but you are giving him close to top-of-the-line quarterback money, which at this point, I mean, $45 million is honestly probably on the low end of what Tua can be expecting when you give your young quarterback a contract extension to, to show him, hey, you are part of our future. So if we just say it's $45, $50 million, can you right now truly feel good and confident that if you give Tua $50 million a season, he's going to be the guy to get you over the hump? And he can't, he, he can't get you over the hump now with Tyree Kill, with Raheem Moser, with Jalen. Excuse me. What makes you think now when his salary takes up a massive part of the salary cap, and all of a sudden, Tyree Kill, you know, starts to lose a step. And all of a sudden now, you know, you have trouble replacing him because, well, Tua's contract is so massive, we can't just, you know, go in there and pay anyone to come in and be our number one wide receiver. Or we can't repeat the trade we made a few years ago where we trade a first-round pick for Tyreek and give him a massive contract extension. The talent is going to get worse for Miami sooner rather than later if you give Tua a big-time extension. That's just how the salary cap NFL world works. You really feel that much? Like, I don't see where the confidence can be in giving Tua that much money and thinking he can win with you now. This team is currently constructed. Forget if you lose a Tyree Kill or you can't afford to re-sign a Jalen Waddle. Then you're really screwed. So, for me, like, watching his play was an, was enough to determine... There's no way you can pay Tua this offseason. I think what we saw in 2023 was who Tua is. He is, if you want to call him the AFC version of, of Dak Prescott. He can play really well against bad teams. He can light up the scoreboard against the Panthers, against the Jets, and make you look silly. He could play pretty well against average teams in the league. When it comes to elevating your play, when you play playoff caliber teams, when it comes to taking it to the next level and just flat out not being the reason why your team can't win a big game, two has failed to show that. Go back to any of those seven playoff games. Or I keep saying that, sorry. Go back to any of the seven games they played this year against playoff teams. Chiefs twice, Bills twice, Dobbs. They beat the Cowboys, so maybe that you know is the best example, or not the best example, but it's not like the offense played well in that game anyway. Ravens, Eagles, go back to any of those games they played against teams that made the playoffs in 2023. You can't say, well, two have played well enough, and this part of the team let him down. Every single game was the offense. Sure, the defense got smoked in a few of those games, but the offense gave them no chance. The offense gave them no chance to succeed. So if that's been a common theme where the best teams in the league come to town or you go to them and you can't play, you can't get your offense 
which has torched bad teams. You can't get them to score 24 points. You're not a real contender. And you got to make a change at quarterback. I don't I, I don't look at Tua as the future. I don't look at Tua as someone that could win you more than one playoff game, let alone get you or win you a Super Bowl. Which is why when he talks about expecting a contract extension, when we just heard Chris Greer talk about, you know, hey, we want Tua here for the long haul, I think they're making a big mistake. Tua showed you who he is, and I think right now if you're the Dolphins, you absolutely cannot give him a contract extension this offseason. You have to look elsewhere. 855-212-4227. 855-212-4227. If you think Tua is the guy in Miami, I would love to hear your reasoning. 855-212-4227 on social media as well. Ryan underscore Hickey and the number three. Rich is calling from California. What's up, Rich? Hey, Ryan. Thanks for taking my phone call. Um, I just want to uh, say some things um, about Tua and the Super Bowl uh, Purdy and, um, and some special about Patrick Mahomes and take your uh, comment off there if that's okay. Um, Tua, yeah, I agree with you on Tua. He's never the guy. Or will be the guy. Uh, I think we've seen his top ceiling, and one is because the pressure. He's not good under pressure. Right. Uh, and the worst thing of all, or two or more, actually, two more things. He can't read defenses and weather. He can't zip the ball through certain weathers. So. Uh, I, he, I agree I'll, with you, Rich. He can't read. Like, right. He struggles processing. Now, he's really very accurate, but struggles processing at times. He's not mobile, and he's constricted to playing well in Miami. Even still, with that being the case, Bills came to town, playoff game. I mean, basically, it was a playoff game where the the division was on the line. Week 18, that offense stunk. Every condition was in his favor, and the offense still couldn't score. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, we've seen his ceiling, basically. So, anyways. I agree. uh, um, With Purdy... Uh, I just want to say uh, get confidence to Purdy and uh, the Niners. Uh, I'm a Niner fan, and I, I just want to say with this Taylor Swift thing, Purdy, uh, you know, take it take it for yourself and your wedding and, and uh, bring the baby home to us. You know, bring that baby home to us, please, uh, and put a sock in Taylor Swift's mouth. And then what? also with uh, Patrick Mahomes, I think this talked? guy, uh, rationally, just to say, I think he's getting too much uh, – Way too much publicity. Uh, uh, I know he's a good quarterback and all, but what? I mean, that D tackle on that Chiefs defensive line is like the next thing to Charles Haley. He's not getting the credit, I think. You think uh, Patrick Mahomes he, is getting too much credit? Well, he well look what in the, the first Super Bowl with the Niners, he he threw two interceptions. He didn't score a touchdown till the fourth quarter. And then what he happened? Threw, he threw two interceptions in the late. Half, which should have just killed the game, but that what D happened tackle, that D tackle stopped the Niners twice, okay. made them go two and out, got to the uh, quarterback. All right, Rich, twice. Rich, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta go here. I'm sorry. I, I appreciate the call. Uh, thank you for your. I agree with your points on Tua. Um, uh, we're not. Patrick Holmes getting too much credit is definitely not something I thought we would even be be considering here on this show as we get set for the Super Bowl. Um, that is, to me, definitely not um, not a take I agree with. I don't think Patrick Mahomes is getting too much credit 
for being the best quarterback in the NFL. That is that is for sure. But you did lead us to our next point here, and thank you for that, Rich. And that is this. When we return here, Ryan Hickey on CBS Sports Radio, you mentioned Taylor Swift. She is, I mean, I have the Grammys on right here. I think she won some award. I, I don't know which one. I'll be honest. I'll try to find out if you, if you care or not. Best pop album. Thank you, Ryan Botcher, doing a great job producing. Also now, also over our Grammys coverage as well. Um, but my friends and I were talking, and I don't have an answer for this. Maybe we, we can figure it out next year. Taylor Swift, right, is universally loved by every woman, on, at least in the U.S. I don't know. Uh, none of my, all my friends that are girls, everyone loves Taylor Swift. No one has a bad word to say. There's no, I hate her, can't send her music, she's annoying, etc. She is clearly easily the most powerful woman right now on this planet. Who's the male equivalent? I have an I have a suggestion, I guess, or I have a, my answer, but it, it's the rest of my friends have shot this down. I don't know why, but I think this is the, the best or closest thing we can. Who is the male equivalent right now to Taylor Swift in terms of someone that guys all love, like no one hates, everyone goes, oh yeah, love that guy. Athlete, actor, musician. I'll give him my answer when we do return. It is Ryan Hickey with you right here on CBS Sports Radio. It's Hick at Night with Ryan Hickey. Nice song tune. Song tune. That was a weird way to phrase that. Ryan Botcher doing a good job producing this show and also doing a good job picking out the music. 855-212-4227. It is Ryan Hickey with you right here on CBS Sports Radio. We'll circle back to Tui here in a second. But I got to bring my friends group chat here to uh, to the show. The Grammys are going on. Taylor Swift, obviously, not just tonight, but all football season long has been a big story. Um, but, like, her... Forget about Travis Kelsey for a second. Her career as a singer, as a musician, right now, like, she is the most powerful woman on this planet. Like, if I go to... If you go to Instagram right now, she just released uh, or announced tonight that she's releasing a new album... Everything is filled about Taylor's new album. Every single woman I follow right now, it's all some sort of post about excitement, about more music coming from, from Taylor. She is, like, universally loved. Doesn't matter, like, what kind of music you listen to. Like, she is one of the few people that I think, at least from the female perspective, everyone rallies around. Everyone enjoys. Everyone likes. And so my friends and I are trying to figure out who's the guy version. Like, who is the guy version of Taylor Swift? Where us as dudes, if you're a guy listening right now, it's, oh, yeah. We were, like, anytime you bring that name up, it's, oh, we respect that guy. We like that guy. We were a fan of that guy. Athlete, actor, musician, like, it's, I don't think there is, first of all, there's not an equivalent. But I think for me, at least, the, the closest person I could think of is Tom Brady. Insanely successful. And I think, honestly, he has gotten more popular as his career has gone on. I think, like, the hatred that a lot of fans felt, including from me, especially as a Colts fan, I hated Tom Brady. He beat Peyton Manning so many times. Made him look silly. 
robbed what I was hoping for, more Super Bowls from Peyton and the Colts. Like, as Tom's career progressed and he opened up more and started being less like Bill and more like himself, I think he's funny. I think he's become more likable. And I think, like, at least for me, like, he is, I mean, I respect him. And now it's just like the hate I had for Tom Brady has gone away. Where I was rooting for him in the Super Bowl, as weird as that is to say. So, like, at least for me, like, he has changed where it's like it's gone from hate to respect. And I think with his success coupled with now at least coming out of his shell and now letting us into, you know, his life to, to at least be more personable, like, that's that's the guy I can think of. Now, my friends crushed me on this. They said, no way. They laughed me out of, out of the group chat. As they should. Ryan, who who is the equivalent, Ryan? Like, it, could you okay. think of someone? I would pick Gronk, first of all, over Brady. Even like the sports or the Patriots, uh, the Bucks, but the, I say Gronk's annoying. If why? Because like his shtick to me is old. Like his shtick of just like oh dumb jock, let me just go break things and like party and just not use my brain. It's like to me it's old. Like but that was cool when you're like a, a frat guy in college. Now it's like I'm almost thirty years old. I get it. Like you're you're like okay. Like give me it's basically like, give me something new. Like he's he's a one trick pony. And now, like, but to your point, now he's trying to be sophisticated. Now he's trying to be a Fox analyst. I can't take him seriously. Like, I can't listen to his analysis and take him seriously because all I think about when I look at him is frat guy that just drinks beers and, like, just, like, doesn't think. It's called plot development. I would – I just told you Tom Brady's plot developed right in front but of my he's, eyes. He's been eh, – well, as a Jets fan, I hate him anyway. I hope he gets, like, expired milk one day before he <laughs> says it expired. But I was thinking for the male equivalent, non-athlete, of course, every every male loves Batman. I don't know. I'm one not the per- biggest Batman guy. I haven't even seen the movie. Which, I couldn't tell any you of them, any of them. No. How about Spider-Man? No. Okay, you're lying. I'm dead serious. I've, I I like Spider-Man as a kid. Uh, did I ever see the movie? I don't. I if I did, I can't remember at this point. Okay, then I was thinking Adam Sandler. Everybody loves Adam Sandler. Hmm. That's the best you got? Better I would, than Tom I would Brady. take Will Ferrell over Adam Sandler. Yeah, but then there's some people that don't like Will Ferrell movies, but they like Adam Sandler things. I feel like Will Ferrell fans like Adam Sandler more than Adam Sandler fans like Will Ferrell. Interesting. Okay, that that's your answer. Adam Sandler. You're going with the male equivalent of Taylor Swift being Adam Sandler. Yes. I don't know. Or Billy Joel. Everybody loves Billy Joel. <sighs> yes. But he's old. Jeez, I mean, age isn't much. My goodness. Going to get us a lawsuit here. Oh, you, you hate Billy Joel because he's old? No, I'm saying people could hate him because he's old. Who would hate him because he's old? Younger kids. Now, I could be wrong here. Having grown up and basically lived in the New York City, you know, let's just say the Northeast my entire life. Is Billy Joel popular outside of the Northeast? I'd assume so. He just played, I don't think he just so. played the Grammys, so I hope so. I don't know. Like, I don't think he has the same appeal as he does, like, here. Like, I think if he goes to L.A., he's just, like, another musician. Or if he goes to, like, Texas or Chicago. Like, he goes to any other city. I think he's another musician versus here, or especially in New York and Long Island specifically. He's, like, more like a god. That is true. Like, I think he's, like, brute, like. He, he didn't he go on tour with uh, the one. Oh, my gosh. So you can't even, you know, you know. You know. No, she's popular. Uh, Stevie Nicks. Did he? I don't know. Yeah, he was he was on tour with her opening and stuff, playing with her. 
Well, I tweeted this out uh, a few minutes ago. My thought that it, it it would my answer would be Tom Brady. And let's just say um, it has not gone over well. Drew Anthony, my guy, Misko, who's actually in our group chat. Now he's taking it to Twitter. So there you go. Now the cat's really out of the bag. Tweets at Ryan underscore Hickey, the number three. What do you like about Tom Brady, his white bread robotic personality? <laughs> or his makeout sessions with his kids? That is weird. I, I will not endorse the 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 lip-on-lip kissing of the kids. I am not on board with that. I don't think he's white bread, though. I think he's funny. I think sometimes he tries a little too hard, but I do think he's funny and more personable um, as we go. Here, you know what? This I got to give credit here to ATL Sportsball. He has so far the best answer I have seen. The Rock. Not anymore. Did you see what happened? No. He, he So the person who won the Royal Rumble, Cody Rhodes... He lost to Roman Reigns last year. So he got a second chance to face him again at WrestleMania. And he, like, won the number one chance for it at the Royal Rumble. Then Rock just goes to him, I'm taking it now, and kicks him out. So yeah. everybody is riding that the person who won the Royal Rumble is not going to get the chance to face the person he wants for the championship. I don't want to insult an area Plus that— he's a bad actor. I mean, I'm not the biggest Rock fan. I'm not going to sit here and say I adore the Rock. Like, he, like, like John Cena is better than Rock. I'm, I guess, I don't know. I Honestly, I could care less. I'm not a wrestling guy either. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm the wrong person to, to be judging this. Being a non-WWE guy, not a comic book guy. Like, I think, the, but I would say, okay, before, let's just say Sunday night, or was it Saturday night, Friday night, whatever it was, before the, the a week ago, if I said the Rock, I don't think anyone hates the Rock. No. I don't know if he's universally beloved the way Taylor Swift is beloved, but The Rock seems like so, at least that if we just go, all right, who don't we hate? I would say The Rock there is close to that list. We got a good one here from Brandon in Chicago at 855-212-4227. Hello, Brandon. Oh, you said it earlier. Uh, Peyton Manning, I only, I only chose that one because you said musician, and he's saying that commercial with uh, with that guitar guy, the country guitar guy. Well, I, 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 I think he's really likable. I'm sorry. That wait, you're refer- You think Peyton Manning's likable because he did that nationwide commercial with I am blanking, um, Brad Paisley? No, 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 you said he's a. Uh, you, the, the clue was he's a musician. So he's, and no, he said he doesn't have to be a musician. He can be oh, anybody. I'm sorry. I I misunderstood. But he's a, I, I I think he's a likable guy. I would. I mean, I would. Brandon, you are right. This is my favorite athlete of all time. You're speaking right up my alley. He has a better personality than Tom Brady. I think he's way more likable. I just, I don't want to be biased, to be honest. It, and I think it, it was Michael Jordan until the last dance. I think the last dance painted him as, as kind of a petty turd. But, you know, I mean, I'm Michael, from Chicago too. So, but uh, yeah, that was, that was, that was. Michael Jordan is really interesting, Brandon. Uh, thank you for that suggestion. I think in the tough part is like he was outside of the last dance. No one really knew a lot about him. He's very quiet. Wasn't really opening up or willing to talk. MJ's an interesting one. That that one so far, honestly, what I like, do I like that better than? Hmm. That might have to replace Tom Brady. That might have to replace Tom Brady. 855 212 4227. 855 212 4 
227, or maybe it's as simple as what Dave Johnston does tweet at Ryan underscore Hickey in the number three. There isn't a male equivalent to Taylor Swift. Sadly, our gender has underperformed in that regard. You are right about that. Us guys, man. I don't know what it is. If it's ego. Eh, no, it's definitely ego. Not want to see people, you know, be better than us. But there's, not, yeah, it's, if you really think about it, I never, I guess, really ever did that thought exercise before. But if you really think, like, who is someone all of us dudes can just appreciate? can bond over, could say, hey, we all universally like this person the way every woman I know likes Taylor Swift. You don't have to be the biggest Swifty, but you can at least appreciate her music and like her music. Not saying you have to be a diehard, but there really is a one person we all like. Huh. That is, I guess, in a way, kind of sad. It also kind of shows you that's how guys are. 855 212 855-212- Four two two seven. Here's when we do return. Here's someone I think that is universally liked. Andy Reid. No reason to hate the big fella, right? He's going out for his third Super Bowl in five years. When we return, I don't think Andy Reid is getting enough credit for one thing. I'll tell you what that is when we do return again. Ryan Hickey with you right here on CBS Sports Radio. It's Hick at Night with Ryan Hickey. Ryan Hickey with you right here on CBS Sports Radio. Trying to figure out here, who is the male equivalent of Taylor Swift? Who is the guy that us dudes universally like, respect, and enjoy? I said before my answer, the closest thing that we could get to Taylor Swift is Tom Brady. Super popular, super successful, and I think he's become a better better personality and more liked by more sports fans since he left New England, that would be my answer. Now, we've gotten a lot of comments. We'll get to your thoughts here in a second. Well, one guy that I thought of, I've gotten a lot of different now Twitter replies as well with all different names. Keanu Reeves was said a few times, which I disagree with. I haven't seen one Keanu Reeves movie outside of The Replacements. Um, Another shame. What are you going to say, John Wick? Yes, Matrix. Mm. Bill and Ted. That's not a, like Keanu Reeves is not a guy that you talk about, that you care about. Yeah, he's he's cool. I'm not saying he's not cool. Never met him. He, I mean, that beard looks like he's kind of like a chillish guy, but it, does he have a personality? Doesn't doesn't seem like it. He does. Maybe, maybe his, just... his personality is just like regular dude. That's why he's popular. Is he popular enough to be the the male version of Taylor Swift? I would say no. He's not popular in the now enough. Even though John Wick is popular, the younger kids don't know him like that. I think, Ryan, I have found the answer. If I wave the white flag on Tom Brady and got enough pushback that says, no, you idiot, that's not the answer. Fine. I'll give you another one. I think it's a better better answer here. Charles Barkley. Who hates Chuck? The guy is funny. Chuck does. He says stuff on TV that we would not get be allowed to get away with. The only person that hates him... Is Shaq. And that's because he does it for humor. Exactly right. Is he big enough? That's the question. That show is very popular. Even if you're a casual NBA fan, I think you know about Charles Barkley. There might be many ways. Am I allowed to, I'm going to switch here. I, I, I hate switching answers, but damn it, I'm going to do it for this conversation. Charles Barkley is my new answer. That's the guy here. Charles Barkley is the male equivalent 
to Taylor Swift, 855-212-4227. Josh is calling from Dallas. What's up, Josh? Hey, how's it going? Thanks for having me on. Of course, man. Thanks for making it. What's on your mind? Uh, I, well, I have two names. Uh, the Rockers already said, but I got a second name, and if I could have a second, I'd like to make this argument before saying his name. Sure. Um, so, I mean, 30 years ago, that's how long the guy's been around. I mean, you never would have thought today that it would be this guy, but he's had an illustrious music career. He's been in movies. He's got more money than what to do with it. I mean, he's been the face of the Corona commercials. I mean, he even has a cooking show with Martha Stewart. <laughs> and, you know, find me a guy that doesn't know or think he'd be cool to hang out with, and that's Snoop Dogg. I like Snoop Dogg. He's okay. Like, I think he's like, I think he's likable. I don't think, I like the suggestion. I like the uh, analysis, Josh. Thank you for that. Snoop to me, like, he's a cool guy. Is he like, is he, I think, to most guys what Taylor Swift is to most girls? I would say no, though. I would say no. I don't think I don't think Snoop is revered. Maybe that's the right word. Revered enough to be to be on that level. I, I don't think that's. I like the answer, but I don't think Snoop there is is that answer. 855-212-4227. Caesar does tweet at Ryan underscore Hickey, the number three. Again, we're trying to find the male equivalent as Taylor Swift cleans up as uh, at the Grammys, who the male equivalent to Taylor Swift is that is universally loved and respected by all guys here in this country. Caesar tweets Eminem. Worldwide recognition, popularity. I like Eminem. I don't think he's at that level. I don't think a lot of people are like, oh, Eminem's my guy. I love his music. I think it was a fun story seeing him follow the Lions um, as they went to the NFC title game. I don't think, though, Eminem's a guy that we're, we're talking about, especially in, at this point, enough to where that's like, oh, yeah. Like, he he is to guys with Taylor Swift is to girls. Uh, I like the Eminem suggestion. I think it's also probably 20 years too late for the, uh, for the Eminem ship. I think that ship is out. Peter's calling from San Diego. Hello, Peter. What's up, Ryan? How are you doing? Thanks good, for taking my call, Good, buddy. man. Thanks for making it. What's on your mind? Well, I'm ashamed that you actually pivoted from Tom Brady, man, because I'm going to call in and I'm going to second that and say you're spot on when it comes to Tom Brady. But there was a couple points that I think you missed in that assessment. Sure. One thing, we all play for te- we all play on a team. You know, you're part of the CBS radio team. I work on the team. Not once in all of Tom Brady's career have you ever heard any teammate of his, past, present, whatever, to ever say a derogatory word about him. Every guy that ever played football with this man, strength and conditioning guys, anybody who ever came in contact with him in his illustrious career never said a bad word about him. Not one teammate said that. Isn't that all – what we're looking for is to be universally respected by members of our team. Oh, that's and then I watched that 10, that ten part documentary that he did on ESPN Plus, going through all those Super Bowl runs, even the seasons where they lost to the Giants, and chronologic, going through every part of that season. He takes humility, he takes accountability, and all that drama that went on between him, Belichick, and Kraft. Never said a bad word about anybody and just universally respected by everybody who came in contact with him. And that's why 
and I'll hang up and listen to your response by saying, it's Tom Brady, and it's Tom Brady by a million. Peter, that's, night, Ryan. Thanks for my call. That is tremendous. I mean, you talk about a hell of a sales job. I'm off Charles Barkley. I'm back in on Tom Brady. Take that, Ryan. Shove po- the rock up the you-know-what. I pose you the Flategate, Spygate. Yeah, that's that's Belichick. His scam with his uh his trainer. That's three. That was not a scam. He was scamming people. The guy, the TB12. Alex Guerrero? Yeah. I didn't, what's, who was scamming he, who? He was scamming people. I thought Belichick got mad because he was just taking people away from the facility and actually trying to care about their health. Nah, he's a bad dude. Wow, bad dude. No, definitely no Jets uh, fandom bleeding into that take. That is just you are neutral down the middle. You can respect him as a player, but you don't have to like him. I mean, at that point. I think what we just heard, though, is a fair point. Like, I don't, it's us. Maybe it's tough for us as males to truly show our love and affection for someone. I think maybe where it's like, let's say, love for Taylor Swift with with girls, maybe for us guys, it's just about respect. Got to respect him. There's really no one on this planet that doesn't respect Tom Brady. I was thinking about Colts. Like, what player has a Colt? Like, a Colt following. There's a LeBron James fans. They have a Colt. Michael Jordan fans, same Jordan, thing. But it's like they hate each other, so they right. can't be overall so they almost, they, I would say they cancel out because the hatred for each other is so strong. Drake. There's, Drake is interesting. International. He's international. He's, he's okay. Drake is... That's interesting. I'm not a big. I mean, I like Drake's music. Am I a fan of him per se? Not really. Actually, like no, he has, I, he, I hate he has him. a lot of haters. That's what I'm he saying. He does. He's like. It's like he has a lot of people who love him and a lot of people who hate him. He has also a lot of sports fandom hate too because he's a weird sports guy. Band very fighting. very weird sports guy. So I think that loses him some some luster there as well. Better listen. Drake is better than like no disrespect to Kristen Pulisic, uh, Pulisic or Lionel Messi. Great guys. Soccer's not big enough to have one of those guys be the answer here. Cristiano Ronaldo got that one as well. It's just not big enough. So that we can cross soccer guys off the list. We got one from, here's one that's interesting, from Brian Marzo, my guy. Danny DeVito. Love Danny DeVito. Who, do, who doesn't like Danny DeVito? Good point. I mean, well, I got to look at the math here. Is, it the, is Always Sunny the longest running show? Yep. Ever? Not ever, but now, current. What's like, the longest running show? Do you know? I don't remember the longest, but I know they're the longest current sitcom now. It's been going on for a while. Been, was it 21 years now? Something like It's insane. They're still making new episodes. Danny DeVito, he's in commercials. He was he's in funny. Batman. He was in, in Batman, so check that Comedies. box. I couldn't tell you that, but. Comedies. The only thing he's missing is music. We don't have to. I mean, what is Taylor Swift just does music. She doesn't do acting. She acted. She was, she was in the movie uh, Amsterdam or something. She gets killed. She's in it for like three seconds. That doesn't count. Gets an acting credit. Wasn't she also in um, the Taylor Swift movie? The she Aeros was in Tour? the movie with Taylor Lautner, wasn't she? Twilight? No. No, where he's like an athlete. She... That, that doesn't help much. All right, I got to look this up. I'm, I'm also, speaking of movies, not maybe the best person to to break this down. Um, But I think she's been... She's definitely been in, in some movies before. There was one... Oh, yeah, I have the picture. Because she dated him. Do I know the movie? Definitely not. Darn it. I, I'm not going to Do you think it was like Shark Boy and Lava Girl? 
No, I don't think it was that. Uh, da, 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 da. She was in the Hunger Games, technically. I can't find it. That is so frustrating. And they now they list her. Um, they list her music videos as uh, forget it. I see the picture of like the screenshot of her, um, but I can't find the movie. That is very frustrating. But she's been in movies ish. Okay, no, I take that back. She's been like cameos don't count. That's what I'll say. If you're in there for three seconds, I mean, how good of an actor are you? Good enough to get mentioned. I guess. All right. We'll get back to sports here when we do return. 855-212-4227. All right. We have now completed the head coaching cycle in the NFL. I would argue most of the hirings were underwhelming, and I have a reason for it. I'll tell you why we do return. It is Ryan Hickey with you right here on CBS Sports Radio.